Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Everybody wants to know. 7.05 here on WRKO. Good morning, everybody. It's so good to have you with us on October the 1st. Can't believe it. We're starting to see the leaves change. It is starting to be crisp. It is fall, my friends, and uh, and that's not such a bad thing. So happy to have everybody with us this morning, and Andy Carboni is going to be up in uh, a few minutes with an update on what's going on on the roadways. Phoebe has the morning off. He's enjoying a, a lovely October 1st at home. I think he's just there anticipating the Supreme Court getting underway, you know, so he's just got to stay <laughs> home and, you know, read up on all the cases. <laughs> Beth Lindstrom is with me this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so, so much. So good to have you here as my, as my co-host for yeah. the next couple of hours. Right in a different role. Feels very different. I, so I guess I hope you don't mind. I have to tell everybody. So Beth's been with us, you know, numerous times where she was uh, running for Senate and she would come in and just be dressed to the nines and look fantastic. (laughs) Well, this morning she's also dressed to the nines, just a different set of nines, which is so good. I have my jean jacket. She had her jean jacket on and her pants and some flat shoes and a little more comfortable and and more power to you. I'm actually going to play in a golf tournament after this. Oh, good for (laughs) you. In our local rotary because I have a small business. So we're a sponsor. So yeah. I said, you know what? Yeah, I'll play. Good for you. Sure. Well, I hope the weather holds out for you today. You have too. a great tournament, and yeah. it goes very, very well. Great to see you. You yeah. look rested. You Thank look you. fabulous. Yeah. Tell me, what has the last couple of weeks brought for you? Well, I just a lot of cleanup. And I, and I, I will say just publicly that I had a great team with me, and they right after the loss, uh, we went to work, you know, heads down, uh, figured out what we needed to do, uh, you know, closed out contracts, closed the office, yeah. cleaned up the stuff, wrote sure. the letters, all that kind of stuff. And But I'm so grateful for the people who worked for me. And I feel very proud that we had a lot of young young people. And that felt really, really good. And the, the, I think the hardest thing is election night to think like, oh, my gosh, the next day, all these people are out of work. Yeah, I, I know it. I think that's what right. really hurt. I'm sure that's true. Of course, losing doesn't feel good. Of but course. I think, <laughs> And so, um, but I have to say, I was so proud that right after so many people picked up my people i want to say my people it sounds like i own them that's terrible no but, but uh, yeah but my right. team staff members yeah, and right yeah. sure and that good. was just really that good. was that felt good to me that uh you know so many yeah. people looked at uh them and said you know they're quality people oh absolutely and uh we want them on our team so. you know that's one thing about elections and i just oh i just my heart goes out and you said this to me in the when you came in you have a whole different respect for those who run for office now you have to because honestly, it is, a, it is just when you make that call and you're gonna do it, mm-hmm. you come running, and you run until those polls close, and that can be anywhere from what was what was it for you, Beth? How many months? Oh gosh, over a year. What uh, I would say when I made the decision in my head, it was probably end of June, 2017. So you start to get July, kind of, okay, what sure. do we need to do? And then right. we did a soft launch in late August, which 
we did a formal launch October. But you, you know, you still have that stress of okay, I've made the decision. Here we go. I'm all in. I've filled out the FEC paperwork. Mm-hmm. Right, and you I've bet. submitted that to Washington. Right. So it's, it is a big deal. And you're right. And you're running. I mean, the last weekend we were all over the place because I am a hard worker, and I, you know, I did sure. not want to stop. And so when you see those results come in, which were, you know, sad, it's like, oh, I just hit the wall. You and that's, you're like, that's you hit the thing. wall. You just, I've always wondered yeah. what that is like. You go to bed then that night, you drop yourself. I think you probably, your mind is not <clears throat> stopping and your body just gives out. Yeah. And then you get up the next morning and you go, wow. Well, okay. I have to tell you, I this is a, it's heartwarming to me because after the, um, you go downstairs and you talk to everybody and you thank everybody and there's so many great people. It's almost... I want to say it's like your wedding, you know, when you knew everybody was there for you. And it has this awkward feeling. It's like, they're all here for me. That, you know, very humbling. And so that night, you know, going down there, keeping it all together, and then thanking everybody, hugging everybody, tears, people, you know, I held it together. And then probably one of the last people in the room, and the bartender who was there, he's a, you know, a big African-American guy, came over to me, and he said, can I buy you a drink? And I said... (laughs) I'd really like that. Yeah, you can. <laughs> and he said, you know what? He goes, I'm a Democrat, and I was really looking forward to voting for you in the general. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Yeah, right. Then, then you're not, then holding it together is not so easy anymore, like, okay. is it? Oh, that was a tough one. <laughs> right, exactly. I'll but, take a strong drink yeah, if you're buying. <laughs> and, and, and I think it was, actually. It was a good one. <laughs> well, listen, I, I, I am so excited. I told you this in the break. I'm very excited to see what the future holds. But I know for you right now what the future holds is a golf tournament today. Yeah. You know, uh spending some time in the holidays with family. Yeah. And taking care of your business. Yes. And then we'll see, right? Oh, yeah. Is and that I, kind of where you are? Exactly. And I think that um you know, I gotta add this to my resume. So you know, and I mean this is kind of funny. It's like to my team, I'm like, okay, what were my logins on my social media? Because right, right. when that happens, they pull your own away from you. <laughs> right. You shut down your own stuff. I'm like, right. okay, what what were they? What do I do now? Right. And, and, and it is like you know when I left the Romney administration, it's like you have a team of people, you have assistants, you have people that help you organize your life, and then you go back to, um, okay. Okay, what are my logins? Okay, At, well, right. you know, I took a wrong turn getting here because the first time <laughs> not driving drive here, right? So I mean, and, it, and that's not to sound pompous or anything. No, it's, it's just, just a function of efficiency. Well, it it so. is absolutely, and it's it is it really explains why all of us should have this incredible appreciation for those who run for office because it is so life encompassing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it swallows up your real life. Mm-hmm. It really does. I I, I think about. <laughs> regardless of whether you whether you have supported a president or not the day they walk away from office what a shocking morning the mm-hmm. next morning mm-hmm. when you're making your own coffee and like you human. said we're human we're right. so human have those feelings right it's just it's it's unless you're very stoic and i can say i'm not that person mm-hmm. so it's just yeah you got a grasp of what you your new normal is uh, uh you know i'm in my kitchen i look down and in the cabinets there's the Christmas decorations from last year. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, we've got to pay attention. <laughs> well, the good news is they're out early now. Exactly. It's that's not late. You're early. <laughs> you know, there comes a point. <laughs> oh, that's good. This is early. <laughs> We're ready to go. Absolutely. So yeah. So I think there's a lot of just uh, updating my resume, fi- figuring out what what to do next, and sure. and some folks have said, yeah, please, please, when you run again, 
I'm there for you. And that is so heartwarming. That feels really good. Um, but it's it's like, okay, thank you. And all you can do is say thank you. Sure. You I feel know like it. you want to do more, yeah, but you of can't. Course, of course. Yeah. But you can't. You, you, listen, everybody knows what uh, everybody knows what a campaign is about. And uh, I hope there is more. I hope there's more for you to tell us about at some point. Uh, but there is certainly a lot going on in the world, mm-hmm. not to mention uh, right here in the state and a big, huge statement made this past weekend by Elizabeth Warren. So we got to talk about that when we come back, if you're if you're ready Sounds to good. take her on from this <laughs> point of view now, right? So uh, 617-266-6868, that's our number, 70470. That is our text line. Hey, we're going to get back to the Kavanaugh conversation as well this morning because we got to get best take on what's been going on and and uh, and what this, is, what this direction might be when it comes to this whole nomination. I've got to break free. Seven nineteen here on Boston's Morning Show. BB has the morning off. Beth Lindstrom is in with me this morning. Great to have Beth with me this morning. So Beth, over the weekend, um, Elizabeth Warren mm-hmm. making a big announcement. Uh, I'm going to get your take on this. Let's listen first. Broken government, and that includes a woman at the top. Unbelievable. The truth comes out. <laughs> I, <laughs> you want to talk about arrogant. Well, in my estimation, that is a very arrogant comment. Not that she's interested in running for president, that she's making it before November the 6th. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. we all sort of knew this was coming, right? We did. I mean, and that's what I was saying during the campaign is that uh, you know, she wasn't being honest with the people of Massachusetts about her true intentions. And it's funny, yesterday morning, my husband uh, lifted up the globe and he said, this wouldn't be happening if you were the nominee. I'm like, oh, thank you, honey. You're making me feel right. good. But but, um, but, I, but I, I somewhat believe that because I think she does think like, all right, well, I'm, I'm a shoo-in. Yep. And uh, so now I'm going to have freedom of... Uh, my speak and so here we go i i don't think i don't think it's th- that maybe she thinks she's a shoo-in she does think she's a shoo-in yeah. you don't make a comment like that no. no she literally she has literally pushed off the november 6th election she does not see that there's any need to have any level of concern because why would you ever announce to the constituency vote for me on the 6th and then i plan to leave the office yeah isn't that crazy and 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 <laughs> And the thing is, too, I mean, she, uh, you know, she knew this all along. So, I mean, you saw her uh, words become even more poignant when she was challenged about, you know, staying in the office and she was speaking in the present tense. So, you know, we knew that that wasn't being uh, truthful. But, you know, she already um, believes she's there and she's got a lot of money. She's Mm. got a lot of money because I always think in my head, you know, it'll be interesting to see if she thinks that she's a shoo-in if she's going to start spending any money um, because she can use that same money being a federal candidate yes. uh, for the presidential run. I mean, if she, you know, right. state is state, right. federal, sure. federal. So, so yeah. she can just keep that tucked away. Yeah. And judging and from it. those statements, she sees no reason for apparently buying an ad or spending a dime, right? No. And she <laughs> wanted to run against Donald Trump. She has, you know, she, she's been wanting to do that from the very beginning. So now given, you know, what's happening uh, and the 
what we'll talk about in a bit with Kavanaugh and so forth. Think she, they think she feels more empowered to mm-hmm. uh, come out and be stronger about her position and her intentions. Six one seven two six six sixty eight sixty eight. That's our number. Are, are you shocked by what Elizabeth Warren said this weekend? I think a lot of people are going to say no. They're not shocked. I'm only shocked in that that is probably one of the boldest. Mm-hmm moves i i mean mitt romney never said please elect me governor because i'm gonna run to be president i mean he he would he never said that well and matter of fact i was sitting on his cabinet when he said you know to the cabinet i'm not going to run again that was his first statement before right any iota of i'm going to think about running for president Mm -hmm. came out of his mouth right so and and that is a big difference yes it's a huge difference not run for a second term because, you know, maybe those were bubbling, but that was very different than her uh, standing up there and saying, you know, just, it, and it does. And this is what I said. People feel like they're being taken for granted. Oh, you know, they, are. It, they are. They are in her <laughs> words. Absolutely. And, and, but that, but she cannot wait to run against Donald Trump. And this is just, you know, this is her being empowered um, at this point. Well, I got to tell you, if her intention is to get, in the race because she's going to run against Donald Trump. I think she's got a long way to go before she, she ever too. gets there. Well, but you just had the uh, you just had the Democrat um, uh, poll in New Hampshire, and I think what did she come up one or two or something? I think she she was uh, at the top there. So I, you know, again, think about her persona, and you've gone from a lawyer. You get this is part of the Democrat playbook. Go to Massachusetts, clear the field, so you can run against Scott Brown. And, you know, yeah. you know, uh, that's how, how the, the story went. And uh, tough in a presidential year to win in Massachusetts. Yep. So she, again, she, I would always say that, you know, Obama won by 23%. She only won by 7%. So she was flawed behind that. If Mitt had done better, maybe Scott would have been reelected. Sure. But nonetheless, it was still a presidential year running in, in yes. Massachusetts. So <clears throat> difficult. And, um, yeah, so I think, uh, you know, this was part of the Democrat playbook. So now she's, you know, she won. She's been a, a senator. And, you know, I was thinking about this, too, because when I was at the lottery, I actually wrote a business plan. And I remember going on a, a TV show and having a Senate president at the time kind of, I remember the video was like the, the being pushed on a tabletop and it, all the papers spreading around and him saying to me, we're in government. We don't write business plans. And I thought to myself, but I think we should. I mean, I think that's how I would deal with, you know, just budgeting and so forth. Sure. And and I feel like she got into office and what was her plan? There was like no plan. Six years later, five years later, when she realizes that um, people may not be so excited about her, her negatives are high, then she starts to go and do the town halls. And so, you know, now she's proud to say I've done, you know, X amount of town halls. But that that frustrates me. So she's her persona has grown. She's had that support because of. Um, you know, well, listen, her her persona has grown because politics has changed yeah. dramatically. Yeah. And the role that she suddenly decided she would take on, that of Pitbull, mm-hmm. um, has been a, a, a good one for her. Well, and that's it has been what's more built acceptable. that. It's Absolutely, been more it's been more acceptable. Although, had social someone, media. Right. Had someone told me when she was running against Scott Brown that she would ultimately be the left pit bull, I never would have. I mm-hmm. never. I would have said there's no way. Mm-hmm. I just don't think she has that kind of 
personality to be charismatic enough to be able to get out there in front and be that person. So to me, that's shocking. But politics has changed so dramatically Mm -hmm. since she got into office. I mean, we are so polarized at this stage of the game. So it is very easy for her to take that extreme left position and get the kind of support that leads her to believe that she could run for president in that position, i.e. Bernie Sanders. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and absolutely, because every time she would say something against Trump, you know, she'd raise a million dollars. Or every time he'd call her Pocahontas, I'm like, ah, right, right, stop. right, you know? right. Adding, I mean, adding to her coffers profile. each time. Every right, time. right. Now I think she's so, up to like 22 million. So that's a that's, that's a hefty not, amount of money nothing. when you're running for <laughs> a seat that maybe you are going to get back. But, you know, but, but if, like you've said, and like everybody said, everybody knew she wasn't raising that money for for the Senate race. Yeah, absolutely. And so now, but to come out and to to make that statement while Jeff Deal is working very hard against her is really arrogant. Yeah. It's really arrogant. Let me go to Alex. Alex is in Waltham this morning. Alex, good morning. Good morning, Kim. How are you? I'm well. Thank you, sir. Excellent. Um, I just wanted to say that uh, Elizabeth Warren is not a favorite of mine. I've never voted for her. Uh, but I'll be quite honest with you, as a working man from Massachusetts, gets up every day, goes to work, do my due diligence, and then some, try to come home, provide for my family, and have this woman tell me. And I, I hear a shouting from the top of a, a treetop, a little bobble that, that I'm fighting for you. Well, what exactly are you fighting for? Elizabeth? You haven't done nothing. You've done nothing for me. And I'm talking about a lot of people who work just like I do. And I, I don't see this woman, forget presidency, I just can't see that. that I, I, I think I would move out of, out of the country. Well, and Alex, let me ask you, what do you think about the fact that she's made this kind of announcement before she's even, you know, garnished like her seat? Yeah. Well, because she's basically telling you, I don't want this. This is what I want. Yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. and let, you know, like, as you said, Dave Deal is working very, very hard with a limited budget, trying to get in there. And I think, I hope to God he's going to, but I know he's going to get my vote. But, uh, you know, that's basically saying, thanks for everything, but I'm going here. And yeah. she's gotten all this money from all over the country. And I've never seen her do anything for Massachusetts. that I know, honest to God, I, I cannot say that. Well, be assured I, of I, one I mean, thing, Alex. If you haven't seen her do anything for Massachusetts yet... Uh, don't anticipate that's going to happen yeah. over the next two years because the minute no that she, the minute that November seventh, yeah. if she really is going to run for president, she's going to start that day. Say, so can I and I, can I make a comment too, Alex? Thanks for um, yeah. your comments and what, along the campaign trail. And I'm sure Jeff feels the same way. Whenever she would say, "I'm standing up for the working person," I I was like, I couldn't wait to get into a conversation. There's a key word there: working, <laughs> right? And working means having a job. And who creates jobs, you know? I mean, so it, it was kind of like, let's have this circular, co- you know, conversation about yeah. what that means. So, you know, thank you for your comment. I, I, I totally agree. 617-266-6868. You heard the comment. Uh, Elizabeth Warren says after the election on November the 6th, she's going to seriously look into running for president. Is that arrogant? Oh, I think so. <laughs> Seven thirty-four here on WRKO. Quick reminder that we open up that WRKO box office eight thirty-five, two thirty-five, and five thirty-five on Thursdays. And this week you have a chair. 
chance to win a pair of tickets to see uh, Dean Lives. It's the new hit theatrical show. It's on Saturday, October the 20th. It's going to be at the Lynn Auditorium and Drew Anthony. He captures the charm and style of Dean Martin like nobody else except maybe Dean himself, of course. Uh, for more information about tickets, you can go to thelinauditorium.com. And just a quick reminder, Drew Anthony's going to join us this morning. He's going to be on, give us a little preview of what's going on there uh, at 9.30 this morning. Right now, Beth Lindstrom is with me, and it's so good to have Beth. And she is here uh, filling in for VB, who has the morning off. We're talking about the comments that were made this weekend by Elizabeth Warren, which sort of, I I, I, I know that we've all had this idea that Elizabeth Warren had her eye on bigger things than being the senator from Massachusetts. But to come out and say it prior to the November election. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Was very surprising to me. You know, and I don't know if it was a um, byproduct of some of the polling that, you know, has been out. And I've always said, don't believe the polling. You can't believe the polling. I mean, there many times along the way, you know, when I ran Scott Brown's first campaign, you know, the polling was incorrect. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if uh, some of that just has given her a little bit more, you know, muster mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. But never say never. I think, you know, again, Jeff is working really hard. And, and there's a lot of people out there who do not like her. Oh, mm. uh, and, and I think some <laughs> of those people are not necessarily, um, you know, Republicans. I mm-hmm. mean, I think there's others out there. And, and let me let me just pose that question. Her, if you're somebody who is a supporter and you're listening did this change your view of Elizabeth Warren and where are you going with your vote? Because I have to tell you, it sounds like to me your vote is going for the next two years anyway. It's going nowhere mm-hmm. because Elizabeth Warren intends to go out and travel this country and talk to people who are not residents of Massachusetts. And that means you're not getting a whole lot of representation. Well, so, if, yeah, and I would say if she is reelected within three months, She's off to South Carolina, of Iowa, course. and New Hampshire. That's when the presidential the race starts. Of really, course it does That's after right February right. of mm-hmm. the f- of this next year, mm-hmm. you know, 2019. Right, we will absolutely see people out campaigning, getting a sense of the waters, raising even more dollars. And keep in mind, like you said, she's raised 22 million dollars already, money that she can actually transfer to a, you know, warrant for president campaign. Right, and if she was serious, we'd probably see some of that being spent i mean now you mean if she was serious about her senate seat exactly yeah Yeah. let me go to mike in new hampshire this morning mike good morning yeah good morning um i i i think she's overreading or she she i think she's misinterpreting what is going on i think the reason this squeaked out was because of the the blowback from this these kavanaugh hearings i think she's i think she thinks that women are coming out in droves and that met the time of the, you know, the age of man is coming to an end. She kind of leaked that a little bit saying, you know, she's got to play the old, you know, 
first woman president card again. And I, I think obviously she's going to win. There's no question she's going to win in Mass. I mean, I feel bad for Jeff. He seems like a good guy, but Mass is going to get worked over again. But it, there's no question she's going to win. But if she sees what happens in, in, in the midterms, which I, well, that I think are going to happen, which is I think the Republicans are going to crush a lot of these red state uh Democrats that are running for re-election in the Senate. I think if she, when she sees what takes place and how the, the blowback from all, from these hearings is going to destroy, I think a lot of the narrative the Democrats have been pushing. I, I think she may she may reconsider, which is why she didn't go full bore. But she, hey, at least she's being honest. She I went mean, pretty close to full. Was, she went pretty close to full bore, Mike. She really did. She, she's being honest. She's being honest. And I look, just come out and say, I have no interest. And representing Mass, I have bigger aspirations. I'm bigger than this. I'm better than this. And you all know it. Just be honest. I mean, that's what she thinks. So don't lie to people. And people may actually respect her more than they do. That's the problem with everything going on right now in Congress. Well, Mike, we're losing you, unfortunately, there, kiddo. We've got to leave it right there. Well, she may be honest, but, you know, sometimes there, there's times when um, – that kind of full-blown honesty is not necessary. She doesn't have to say that right mm-hmm. now. She it's really doesn't. Disrespectful to it is, it's just, it is. I, that's how I see it. It's disrespectful. It really is. Let me go to Bill. Bill's in Providence. Good morning, Bill. Yes, uh, good morning. Um, there's a word, um, chutzpah and uh, cockiness. I mean, for her to just come out like that and basically... It'd be like if you're getting married to a woman and she says, you know, you know, Tony, um, I'm only going to be married for you about four, year, four years until something better comes along. Right. So just wanna, That's right. Because you know, Bob's and, getting and, a divorce then and I plan to marry him. <laughs> <laughs> and and the other thing is, is you know, like, do we have a right as, as citizens of the state of Massachusetts to know, well, who will be our senator if you become president you know i mean i mean not that i believe she will ever will be but right. but if you know don't we have a right to know who would be who, who who if we vote for you elizabeth warren who are we actually voting for right. in the state of massachusetts do we have a right to know that uh, you know if, if you're not going to be the one who who will we be who is going to be the one and and maybe you can tell me is it is that something the governor We'll uh, we'll appoint somebody, or how does that how does that work? Yeah, but now the governor would appoint someone interim. But 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 let's remember two things about this. And by the way, Bill, thanks for your call. Two things related to this. Number one, she's got two years before that would even happen. So there'd be Mm -hmm. two full years that she would be Mm -hmm. the senator running for president. Right. So essentially, you've lost two years there. Then there would be someone who would be the interim. But that's a full four years. Now, would there, can we call, could you call for a special, special election in the state? Well, isn't that what happened last time? Yeah, but, well, <clears throat> he I died. Mean, Scott Brown got the seat because of right, a special Right, but, but he died. Right. So that's different than someone who if someone is actually out. steps out of the seat. Right. Now, the one thing that Elizabeth Warren would have to remember is that I'm trying to I'm trying to remember this now. Well, let's let's look at again. He's he's passed away. So, in McCain's situation, they've appointed an interim, but there but ca- there race. is going to be a right. special right. election there. So I think they would do that, right? Well, what, well mm, that's a really good question. Uh, we're gonna. Look, I see Jim is looking this up. Yeah. Let, let's have Jim look that up and let's let's talk about how that would go down. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's a difference between someone passing away in the seat or if. 
this, if someone leaves because they are, you know, they've become president. <clears throat> Let me go to Bill in Sudbury this morning. Hey, Bill, good morning. Hello, good morning, good morning. It seems to me that she seems completely unaware of the Dukakis, Romney, Kerry curse. We've put up three losers. I don't think you'll see another nominee for Massachusetts for a decade. Uh, you mean never you don't even never. think she could get the nomination because she's from Massachusetts? Yeah, because no, we've I, I put up three losers yeah. in a pretty short time, and I don't think she could play. I think you're going to see a Westerner. I think you're going to see a Democrat from California. Mm. I, you know, I disagree because we've got New Hampshire uh, as our mm. neighbor, and that's always been important in the presidential uh, primaries. You know, th- this is my view about politics. A day is like a year. Things can change so fast depending on the current events, depending on um, current wisdom. Absolutely. So you never say never. I, I truly believe that. In my 30 years of being involved, yeah. uh, I really believe that you don't know what's going to happen. You, you really can't. Well, and the other issue here is that it's way too early. <clears throat> it would be way too early to to really even discuss her getting the nomination because we don't know who's going to run against her yet. That's right. So I'm looking it up, and the precedent would have been set when Kennedy became president, and it took till 62 for them to replace him in the Senate with a special election. So that the placeholder did hold that seat for Mm -hmm. the full two years. But a special election was— Special election was—but it was in 1962, Mm -hmm. and that's actually how Teddy Kennedy got the seat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there was an interim person that served for two full years that was appointed by the governor. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. So you could be looking at the next four years of representation being really sort of upended. I well, mean, she, she would have she two years all, she, and then she probably thinks also that the Democrats are going to get control of the you know Congress. And yeah. so maybe two of those years won't matter so much because I mean, how would that be for irony if she won the presidency and she lost the Senate because Massachusetts sent a Republican to replace her for two years? <laughs> Seven forty four here on WRK. Six one seven two six six sixty eight sixty eight. Want to hear from both sides, but if you are a uh, an Elizabeth Warren supporter, I want to hear from you because I want to know what you think about these comments she made. I mean, you're going to vote for her, and she has essentially said there's a great possibility. The minute she gets into office after November the 6th and she re-ups, if you will, um, she's intending to run for president. Um, 617 says, it won't change my my vote, but it annoys me to no end that she's running so she can run, Mm -hmm. which is exactly what she told her supporters. Well, I think it all goes to the motive. What is her motive? Her motive and and what does she want to do? Is it really to help and support people in Massachusetts or is it to have a national platform? And now I'm going to take control and I'm going to tell the country what they need to do. Yep. I I would argue it's the latter. Uh, And I think she told us that. Steve is in Braintree this morning. Steve, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good, thank, thank, you. thank God we've thank God we've gotten off Kavanaugh for a little while. My God, I think <laughs> I've, I've, oh, we've all had enough. Uh, Beth, two things. One, I think if our uh, our governor, Governor Fenster, could actually come out and strongly support Jeff and get on the campaign trail for him a little bit, I think that would help out. You know him. Maybe you could mm-hmm. uh, nudge him a little bit. Uh, the second thing is, and I want your opinion on this, is this is setting up to be a 2016 Pennsylvania campaign that Trump won 
with a very unenthusiastic uh, electorate for Hillary, just like there's an unenthusiastic Democratic uh, in, uh, electorate here. And he won it because of the suburbs. The suburbs turned out, especially around the, the urban areas of Pennsylvania and uh, Pittsburgh, and they turned out enough to give Trump what he needed to win. And I think you're looking at the same thing happening here. And that if I was, you know, if I was uh, deals people and I hope he has good people, that is the type of campaign that he should be running right now. He should be counting on the suburbs to turn out, offset her urban support. And, and I think he's got a good shot at it. I don't that would be the way I would run this campaign. I hope he's got people who understand that that's what this is setting up as. I'll take it. I'll listen off air. Well, and I, I, I don't know what the strategy is because um, obviously it was a candidate with a different strategy. But I do think. Um, I, you get just like in, in, in a business, you have to find people who want to buy your product. You are the product. Who are the people who want to buy sure. your product? So I think that's what you do as a, a political campaign is you look at f- and find who uh, subscribes to your message and who who you want to vote for you because you have to get them to go to the store that day. You got to sure. get them to get out and vote. And, uh, you know, he did that certainly in the primary. So, you know, he but now comes the numbers mm. and to see how are you going to compete um, against her and where are her votes coming from? And you know, and I've I've you know communicated with Jeff. Showed up at the Unity breakfast, uh, you know, mm-hmm. the Saturday after the election, and said, you know, she can be beat. So you know, keep going, keep keep going because she can be beat. Six one seven two six six sixty eight sixty eight. If you are an Elizabeth Warren supporter, love to hear from you this morning as well because I'd like to know what you think about her making these comments. Beth, if I was Jeff Deal. I would take those comments and put them in every television ad that I have. Yeah, I think he I would make sure they responded. Everybody mm-hmm. has heard that her intention is to run mm-hmm. now to run later. Yep, and leave Massachusetts voters behind. Right. And and I think he uh, responded right away yeah. and said, hey, you know, why don't you actually step down? If you run, want to run for president, step away. Right. You know? Right, um, step out. Go do your thing. Yeah, um, more power to you. You know, look, she's got every right to run for president if she wants mm-hmm. to run for president. And president. she can without being a senator. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. But she wants this national platform, as as you said mm-hmm. earlier. Um, so she's got. She wants to hang on to this seat for that reason, um, and that does that leaves Massachusetts voters behind. Now, somebody was texting seven eight one who says, "How would you feel about it if she announced this after she wins?" Well, I don't think anybody thinks she's not going to announce it. I don't think it's been a surprise. But I would, you know, I would, I don't know, I would just see it as less arrogance right. if she did it in February of 19 or, for that matter, May of 19, even if she's out there, you know, versus testing today. the water, versus yeah. today yeah. before November the 6th. Right. Because it is kind of like the, <clears throat> just, you know, the, the arrogance of it all. Just saying, like, I'm assuming I'm going to get reelected. And so let me just, you know, this right. is the, I think the telling thing is this is what she has had in her head. And as we just discussed off air, when the moments, when the emotional moments are there, when she's feeling pretty good about yeah. her audience and it's kind of the rah-rah, and that does happen when you're sure. a candidate. You're up there, you're talking, and you get the feedback from the audience. You feel good You're about your message. And so these things come out of her mouth. And 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 so right. it's in it's in her head. It has been of in her course. head. And but yeah, and it's just but 
How you get excited, you feel? speak your truth, don't you? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the real you comes out. And, and, but but being mindful, though, she should know that every word, and especially in today, running for office, which is the difficulty of it mm-hmm. all, that everything you say mm-hmm. either is recorded or will come back to mm-hmm. you. So did she not think that a comment like this was going to be a little Oh, bit- I think she did. <laughs> I I mean, I uh, she may not have at the moment, but I think she has known all always i mean one thing we will say about her is that she she certainly has made she set herself up for a national stage mm-hmm. so it's not surprising that when she made these comments and she had to have known that was going to happen um maybe she didn't anticipate it would be right now but she got excited and she said it but it it's been headlines on national news and across the, the you know the country since she made the comments so i think the interesting so. question is though too if she says a woman needs to be you know in right. the White House. Right. Um, and we saw what happened in the last election. And she's making the assumption that her personality is the personality that's going to right. win. And, you know, her supporters are from, you know, California, New York. I mean, it'd be interesting to see what the breakdown uh, is in her donor base and where they come from. Sure. And to kind of take your, what, you know, look at them as consumers and say, you know, what do they care about and see where they, you know, mm-hmm. to really do the analysis. I have not done that, yeah. <laughs> but it'd be right. interesting to see where they are. Well, she would, you know, her stand like Bernie Sanders. I mean, she she would have to go out there and find those extreme blue voters. I mean, because I, I'm from Missouri and Elizabeth Warren is not going to fly in Missouri. She's just not. You know, mm. That's not the kind of... Uh, candidate even if they're looking for a woman that's not the kind of candidate that they would vote for yeah and in politics There's a lot too, of places it's, it's she's not going to go these campaigns they're long things change and, and beth i oh. i am if i was running for office i have to be honest with you i would be so calculated in this because i think that's part of the the process has gotten so long and mm-hmm. so that we learn too much about these people mm-hmm by the time election day rolls around, I find I don't want anyone because I we, we've run these people in the ground. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Elizabeth Warren is someone that I do truly believe that if the nation comes to know her for too long a period, even people who like her may not like her. I agree. I'm just being honest. I, well, that, because she's not a, 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 she may be a very smart woman. I'm not going to take that away yeah, from her yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I just don't think she has the kind of personality that wears for a long period of time. Well, and I think we have to see um, where she stands in some of her policies as a nation. I mean, we can talk about where she stands, of course. You know, in Massachusetts. Although I have to say, in the, in the campaign, most of them were more national than a Massachusetts yeah. <laughs> centric policies. Sure. So, um, and whether the country agrees, I'm not sure she knows what's going on in Massachusetts. That's part of why, <laughs> right? She is very nationally centric. I mean, it, there's it no is. two ways about it. Yeah. She's no. taken that position on the national stage, and um, and she's comfortable in that. Let me go to Rick. Rick's in Boston this morning. Hey, good morning, Rick. Hey, Kim. How you doing? Hey, Laurie. How are you? Oh, it's Beth. It's That's Beth. Okay. That's okay. Go ahead. Oh, this is Beth Lindstrom. So sorry. So That's sorry. okay. Hey, listen. So I'm going to come at everything from this is just my own honest opinion and all that. Elizabeth Warren is nothing more than a, a liberal progressive who, along with the rest of the liberal progressive wing of the Democratic Party, because it's not the whole Democratic Party, it's just been hijacked by a certain group of people. 
And I also blame Barack Obama for this because he talked about hope and change. But the change is to fundamentally change this country into a country that we won't recognize anymore. They want to have radical liberal judges on the Supreme Court. I still say open borders. They want socialism, more illegal immigrants coming into our country because they're all about changing it, even completely probably obliterating the Constitution, if not at least changing it. Okay, I'm all about change. I have no problem with change as long as it's good change. When it comes to a point where you really want to ruin our country, because most of these are liberal progressives, they're not about American exceptionalism. That's why they hate the whole make America great again, because they don't even believe America is that great of a country. But they want to change it to their own ideology. Jim, I know you and be living in nice suburban neighborhoods, but I got to ask you this. If we got overrun with illegal immigrants, and all of a sudden, your little neighborhood could turn into little Somalia or El Salvador. I mean, I, I, I'd be hard-pressed to believe you'd still want to live amongst all that. Because you know why? We're the United States. We're not a third-world country. And I know this sounds new to a lot of people, but I'm not going to make apologies for my own opinions and beliefs. I'd love to get your thoughts, and thank you very much for taking my call. Thank you for your call. Well, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure why. He would think specifically. I find it hard to question, believe that anyone anybody thinks wants that to... even if you don't agree with someone politically, you can't seriously believe that she wants to make the country awful and tear up the country. No. constitution. I mean, I, I don't that's... think she wants to make the country awful. I think her view of the country may be different than different some of the people for mm-hmm. who are listening. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the, this is the beauty of our country. And then we go out and make decisions as to who we want to yeah. run and I the mean, view we I, want. I mean, I can't stand the president. I don't think that he got into office going, well, I'd just love to turn the country to crap. I, I mean, that's I, ridiculous. Right. I think the intentions are both. I agree. Just, just your political. Right. Different, Absolutely. Different motives, different thoughts, different policies. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.